0: This episode is brought to you by GeekAid.com, where we create an array of podcasts, articles, and more for everyone, no matter what your geek is. And if you want to help us make even more content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's Patreon.com slash GeekAid. Now on with the show.
1: Warning, the Stone Age Gamer includes a lot of bad language. Cover your motherfucking ears. Good
0: evening and welcome to episode 284 of the Stone Age Gamer Podcast for the week of December 13th, 2019. I am Chris Randazzo and joining me tonight, as always, is glamorous photo of Fabio, Dan Ryan.
2: Man, I really am like, like
0: fucking Fabio with a beard. You are. Mm. Exact long flowing locks, taut muffiny chest. Used to be. (laughs) Yeah,
2: very, very hairless chest. It's a good look. (laughs) Everybody's into it.
0: You guys look like Fabio. <sighs> God, what episode is that? That's uh
2: Oh Jesus.
0: It was the Fabio look-alike kit. You guys look like Fabio. Man, um, it's it's one of the Mike episodes that I like. It's a Mystery Science Theater reference, for those of you at home. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting to this month's 10-20-30 <laughs> a little early this year because of the holiday recording schedule, and what a 10-20-30 it is! But before we go any further, here's your weekly reminder that you can email us at mailandgeekade.com. Just include the word Stone Age Gamer in the subject line, and you can let us know what you think of our show. What topics you would like us to discuss in the future, or just say hello, because we always want to hear from you, the listener. How you doing, Dan?
2: I'm in a good mood, Chris.
0: Yeah, me too.
2: Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing. Um, you know, as, as much as I love the fame and adoration that we get from this podcast, I I, I have realized, and and it comes up every time uh, around this time of year, every year. But I should have been better at baseball. <laughs> That's a thing I should have I should have been better at. Because as we have mentioned many times on this show, I am a died in the wool unabashed Yankees fan, and I am thrilled, thrilled that Garrett Cole is now a member of the New York Yankees. However, he came with a price tag. In, like, nine years, which okay, I mean, nine years for a pitcher. It's a, that's it's a bit steep, but okay. <laughs> $326 million for <laughs> nine years. That's shut-the-fuck-up money. That's what that is. <laughs> That's like, this person won't leave me alone. I just paid them to shut the fuck up. Like, that is an insane amount. $36 million a year.
0: They must be thinking that this guy is going to be... He's going to be the next Rivera, right? I mean...
2: Well, I, he's a starter. N- well, I right? mean, at so, nine like, years, pull-
0: so, like, in a couple yeah. of years, he's going to... They they probably want him to transition to be a closer after that many years, right? Right. What else can you do Dude. when you're that old? Well, because here's the thing, right?
2: Like, Justin Verlander just won the Cy Young this year, and he's 36. You know, so, like, it's not crazy for these guys to, like, pitch longer and longer into their careers. You know, and he's still—Justin uh, is 36 years old. He's going into his age 37 season. He's still throwing 97, 98 miles an hour, you know, like that. Guys just take way better care of themselves than they used to back in the day, and they don't they don't flame out as much. So, I mean, look if they if they win a World Series or two, it, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? He could fucking be a bum for the last seven years of the contract, and nobody will care. You know the uh, the proverbial flags fly forever kind of thing. But man, that's a lot of money. It's not my money, so fuck it. <laughs>
0: but this is a lot of money, man. That is, it is a no small amount of dollars. I mean, what do you do? Like, so yeah, baseball, huh? Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs>
2: Other than that, Chris, I'm I'm doing, I'm doing okay. The kids had a uh, a lovely Christmas concert this evening. We walked down well, to the
0: school. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Settle down there, partner. What? That what? was a transition. What? Oh, I'm sorry. There was baseball news.
2: There, well, yeah, good point. Good point.
0: Sorry, there I forgot was, about that. Like, you start talking about baseball. We can't not segue into the baseball news.
2: I, I mean, it, what, is it that big a deal? It's not that big. I think it's
0: a pretty big deal. It's a
2: huge fucking deal. It's, <laughs> it's freaking mammoth, and I want
0: to know more about it because it was so weird. So um, MLB announced, like Major League Baseball announced essentially that they came to this new deal with Sony that they're going to keep making the show, but they're going to make it for everyone.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It, it's it really phenomenal. is the best possible situation for that because it is, it is bullshit that the only way to get a good baseball game has been to own a Sony system. Yeah, it's right? ridiculous. Because Sony, that- they, don't, they don't have... They don't have an exclusive on the MLB license, right? The same way it worked with EA is that if a first-party company wants to make a baseball game, they can. And they can use the Players Association and and MLB and the minor leagues. And all of of that stuff is up for grabs. It was uh, 2K Sports that had the third-party exclusive. So they They were the only ones to make a game. That has lapsed. They didn't renew it. Nobody has picked it up because the show is just so much better than anything has ever been as far as a baseball game is concerned
0: it is the gold standard and what i don't understand is like yes it i think this is the best possible situation i love everything about this but i want to know how this came about because how did they convince sony to make this game for other platforms. Like, I mean, I guess it just must have been part of the deal where they were like, look, we want good baseball games on all platforms because it's good for baseball. You know, it's good for Major League Baseball to have quality baseball games on all the platforms, but nobody else is making good baseball games. Could you do it? Like, it just seems like such a weird thing, right? It it does. I I, I wonder if we're we're
2: going to start to see as the as the next generation rolls on something that i hope we see and that this may be a precursor to is the ending somewhat of console exclusivity to the point where like sony can make god of war and publish god of war but you can also get it on Xbox or Nintendo if they can Handle it you know what I mean kind of like what Microsoft and Nintendo have Done with Ori and they've done it with Cuphead Right like Uh because you're still If you're the publisher Right it doesn't it doesn't matter Anymore if Like if I make a game And I sell the game I don't it doesn't matter To me if I'm selling It to you on the Xbox or on the PlayStation Or on a Nintendo console or on the Google Stadia or on a PC, like, who the fuck cares? You know what I mean?
0: Like- well, I mean, Sony cares, because that's... The idea is, well, this is the only... Play, you, if you want to play this game, you have to have our platform to do it. And mm-hmm. that's that's kind of how that's always going to work. But at the same time, there are certain brands, like, if you go maybe get a little softer on that, like, Microsoft is, has been learning, uh, particularly with Minecraft. Uh, just earlier today, for example, there was a brand new Better Together ad... For the whole Minecraft crossplay that's Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft, yeah. which is just it's beautiful. But it is so, yeah, and and I, I guess I at the end of the day, like this is this is a new revenue stream for Sony. Like they don't have anything to lose by this because it's not like no,
2: and that it, that's really what I mean by it. Like there's really nothing to lose by by doing these sorts of sorts of things. Like maybe you keep a couple games exclusive, but like. There's no reason that that Spider-Man game should be exclusive to Sony. There, there's just not. There's not a good reason for it.
0: See, that's the, that's the kind of thing that I see is like, okay, I mean, granted, it is the Spider-Man brand, but at the same time, it's like, I understand how, yes, it would be great to play that on other platforms, just like the way it would be great to play Zelda on other platforms. And I know that's a Nintendo license as opposed to, or like, let's say Marvel Ultimate Alliance on other platforms. It's one of those it's one of those console-exclusive things that at least I kind of get to say, like, okay, you are a big Spider-Man fan, then you have to have a PlayStation. Um, there's there's just this... Ah, it's so difficult to kind of piece that together because there I see both sides of it. Like, you want to have those games that make it so that your system is the way to go. But an annualized baseball thing is like... There's been yeah. no competition in that for so long, and particularly in this arena, because you're looking at, like, okay, um, if baseball isn't exclusive to PlayStation anymore, what is, the, where is where's the hurt in that, right? Nintendo Switch isn't exactly competition, you know? Right. MLB, the show, is going to be superior on PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5, no matter what, because it's a more powerful console. Right. It's basically like them developing it on Switch is just like them making a new Vita version. Like, okay, this doesn't, this doesn't cut into our market at all. Um, this just gives it, this just makes it reach out to a new audience. Uh, whereas the Microsoft angle, like again, at this stage in this, in, in this generation, it's like, Whatever that's that that's like a pittance nobody's gonna go out and say like well, this show isn't on PlayStation anymore so I'm gonna buy an Xbox like that was the one
2: thing that was holding me back
0: yeah, that was the only thing like that's just not gonna happen but the next generation could be a different conversation but the next generation is when this is happening right. so I don't know, man, This it was such a weird but wonderful announcement because I've been I, I mean, I'm not a huge sports game fan by any stretch, but I'm a huge fan of them existing. And I right. have hated the the status quo for sports games for ever since EA started ever since EA started the escalation yeah. of buying licenses and making entire sports exclusive to one company uh, has been been sports games have just lost so much of their luster and so much fun it used to be so much fun when the new football games would come out because everyone would line up and be like okay what's better NFL uh, Madden or game day and right and that just that stopped existing once the, Sega started beating uh electronic arts at their own football game and they're like fine we'll just buy football well you we
2: still have more money
0: <laughs> well you suck yeah. Uh, and it's it hasn't just hasn't been the same since so i really like i really like this move and i think that it's i think that between this happening and then that better together ad coming like almost back to back i feel like sony is loosening up a bit on the whole like oh not only is this a nicer way to treat consumers but there's a lot of money to be made by playing nice
2: well it it, it is money and it it's also Like, it's just such an antiquated idea anymore. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's just such an old way of doing things. And it, I mean, the more, the more, competition is always good, right? The, Mm. you know, we talk about that all the time. Like, having these exclusives is going to breed competition, and that is a good thing. But, but to your point, like, Cuphead doesn't need to be exclusive to one system it's not a system seller you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it's it is a great game but the amount of people who bought an xbox one for cuphead i don't think is a gigantic number of people
0: i i I would definitely have to agree with you and it's it's (laughs) right i would
2: have to guess it's not
0: it's and and there's a big difference between that and say like you you would say like okay well metroid isn't A billion seller or anything like that, but it's still so intrinsically part of Nintendo's ecosystem, it doesn't make sense to like for them to say, All right, well, let's just start dropping Metroids on other systems. You know, it's like, right, that would be kind of to your point about God of War. I kind of feel like that's a very PlayStation thing, like.
2: It is. That's and, one and, of those
0: brands that I don't think they should branch out on. But anything that's right. is that's more universal, that's like Spider-Man, yeah, you, I think you're right. I'm going to backtrack a little bit and say that I agree Spider-Man is one of those things that like yeah, if Sony made that, then that should be exclusive for a while, but at some point they should just be like, "All right, we made our money. Let's have let let everybody else have some fun with this because it's freaking Spider-Man, you know?"
2: Yeah. And so- like even that I think is a better way to go about it, of like, give me Spider-Man on the PlayStation exclusive for a year. You know, God of War exclusive for a year. Fucking whatever. Exclusive for a year. And then port it to another system. Because within that first year, you've made your money. You know, you've gotten all your $60 game sales, whatever those were going to be. Because after that first year, unless you're Nintendo, your games are not 60 bucks anymore, right? You're no longer yeah. at full price. So, Port them to other shit
0: at that point. What's the harm? I I completely agree. And I mean, Microsoft has been seeing some pretty decent returns on that and also seeing some decent returns on I uh, theoretically looking at the concept of like, well, where would our brands that aren't working work best? You know, I mean, Ori, I believe sold very well on switch. Yeah, uh,
2: I think it would sell very well on PlayStation as well. Same thing with Cuphead. You know, I don't know that Halo would.
0: Yeah, that's that's like that's like putting Mario on PlayStation. Like Yeah, I'm like sure I don't think sell, Mario would but do great. At the great same time, it just wouldn't that's not what PlayStation owners want. So it's yeah, it's just kind like, of it's a
2: we yeah. want we want Zelda and we want Metroid, but I don't think Mario would be a, a world beater on Nintendo or on or on uh Sony or Microsoft. You know, I, I would have to may, agree with you. Maybe I'm wrong. And, and maybe there was a million people that bought fucking Xbox one for Cuphead, you know, but I don't know. It's just as we as we move along here in the digital age, mm-hmm. it just it becomes more and more frustrating as things get more and more fractured you know and any times any time that there can be some consolidation of availability i think is a, a relatively positive thing for everybody you know like look at where we're at right now with all of the different streaming services yeah like it's it's fucking stupid now it it was netflix and then it was hulu and now it's everything and it is. now your streaming services are costing you more than your cable bill used to. And people are just going to go back to fucking pirating. Like, well, that, they that's are just where this is going. You know, it, what I it, mean? It, like
0: it is. And it isn't because at the same time, people are, in fact, opting not to get everything like it does suck that. I like, OK, I haven't watched any of Star Trek Discovery because I'm not paying for CBS All Access because it's literally the only thing on there that i have any interest in but if right. i do want to do that i can cancel netflix for a month switch on cbs all access then turn that off and go back to netflix you know when what a pain m-
2: in the balls that is though
0: it is a pain and in the not, balls but it's, it's 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 not
2: a pain in the like it. it's not three things but it's still mentally a hurdle to get through to where you know, I could it is, do that. but it's
0: a damn sight better than cable where you're paying it for is. 600 channels where you watch three of them, you know? I mean, to be fair, though, a counterpoint to that
2: argument how much of Netflix have you watched versus what you pay? Right now, granted, the price is much, much cheaper. But extrapolating that out, you know, there's there's 300 channels on your cable service, there's 3 million choices on Netflix you know what mm-hmm. I mean, like you're still not watching any of it
0: no that's you know? true but i'm i'm also getting my money's worth out of it whereas like if i'm looking at cable and i don't have all of the bells and whistles of, you know, no commercials and the quality programming that i get on Netflix like i've i stick with the Netflix subscription because it's it's a damn good deal. I will continue to have Disney Plus as long as i'm regularly using it. Um, But we had Hulu for a little bit. We stopped getting Hulu because there was nothing on there that we needed. The only reason we have Amazon. T-Mobile gives it to me. Well, there you go. Uh, We only have Amazon because we have Prime for the shipping. (laughs) Like, we we have Amazon Prime because we have Amazon Prime. The the video stuff is bonus and, you know, quite a good bonus because Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is an amazing show. Jack Ryan was pretty fun, too.
2: But, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just it's getting to a point now where it's ridiculous yeah there there's definitely like, um i have to get the new yeah. hbo subscription to watch friends like that's fucking stupid that doesn't make any sense
0: <laughs> yeah i'm not a. Uh, am not into that <laughs> although there is some pretty darn quality content on hbo right now so it's right it's it just so, kind of going where the shows are i like that i have the option to go where the shows are um but at the same time i watch wish... on the internet <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> that's that's the thing they're all there
0: yeah and you don't even have
2: to look that hard
0: yeah it's not like pirating TV shows is hard, but I certainly it's, don't mind giving giving those services the money that's sure when 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 there's stuff that I really want to watch as long as it's in the budget yeah yeah so let's uh, let's let's stop talking about uh digital streaming services for a minute and uh <laughs> get to a, a brief chunk of listener mail here uh we actually had a listener who created an Xbox gift guide for us awesome yeah uh anthony from the n4g podcast uh ztg ztgd i've never actually said that out loud before (laughs) uh and and quote big fan of the show sent us uh, this since we didn't have one ourselves so uh, i'm gonna read it to you now excellent hello gentlemen seeing as how you two are unfamiliar with the xbox one let me talk about what someone thinking about getting or giving an xbox one should know Xbox ones not 1s ha that was me <laughs> uh, are basically the ch- are basically the cheapest option to get into gaming today with consoles frequently going on sale it almost it's almost always under 300 and includes a game or two With an extra purchase of Game Pass, which is only $1 for the first three months and frequently goes on sale as well, you have instant access to download over 100 games. All new Microsoft games come to Game Pass the day of release, as well as some third-party titles, and the lineup consists of Xbox One, Xbox 360, and original Xbox titles. That's an instant collection that spans multiple generations. Some of the titles you guys might be interested in include Rage 2, Darksiders 3, Halo Master Chief Collection, Yoku's Island Express, the new Wolfenstein series, the Tomb Raider Reboot Trilogy, The Outer Worlds, Super Lucky's Tale, Sunset Overdrive, SteamWorld Dig 2, Snake Pass, Panzer Dragoon Urta, Metal Gear Solid HD Collection, Guacamelee 1 and 2, Hollow Knight, every single Gears of War game, and Doom as 2016 Doom. (laughs) Now, they do rotate some of the games out of Game Pass, but Microsoft always gives about two weeks' notice and will offer the game at a discount as well. Also, there's weekly missions that attempt to get Game Pass members to try out the different games and then, and that earns, earns the player points that can be traded in for currency. Oh, that's neat. That's I personally cool. like the fact that instead of paying full price for a new game like The Outer Worlds, I simply could play it the day it came out for no extra cost. I shouldn't forget to mention all the multi platform games that the console gets alongside PS4 and the plethora of backwards compatible games that can be played because it is important information Portal 2 can be played on the Xbox One. That is important information. That is. What the Xbox One lacks in exclusive games, it makes up for in services that save the player money. If you want. Sorry, I scrolled and lost my place. If you want a game on a budget, <laughs> then the Xbox yeah. One is the way to go. No, seriously, I just scrolled down and like completely lost the words. <laughs> That being said, I do agree with Chris and Dan on their recommendations last week. Just know that there are benefits to each console and everyone's a winner in their own way. I'm just a cheap piece of shit. Oh, come on. Oh, <laughs> disagree. <laughs> Anywho, thank you. Thank you, Chris, for reading. Thank you, Dan and folks at home for listening to this shill of an email. P.S. Dan, when I said I thought you would be bigger in the Pedathon chat, I meant more of an imposing man and not like heavier. (laughs) I expect you to be like 6'4 or something. You just sound giant, I suppose.
2: That's awesome. I love sounding giant. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm like 6'1. I started smoking when I was like 14. (laughs) (laughs) I should have been taller. I could be taller.
0: Well, thank you Anthony for that. Um, yeah, no, that's
2: great. And yeah. it's it's such a good point too because that fucking Game Pass thing is
0: really awesome. Yeah, I didn't realize they did the they had incentives to play games you hadn't played before, which is um honestly, they, it's one of my dif- defensive points for the way Nintendo drip feeds their games in their online thing like I uh, if they would actually put things like that would make people try the other games in those collections like that, then that would be great because there's I'm sure there's a ton of great NES games that people are sleeping on because they just don't want to play NES games.
2: Sure. Sure. Which is
0: weird because they'll play indie games, but whatever.
2: Well, you know, but indie games are new. NES games are old. Valid point. (laughs) I mean, it's
0: not. But it is a, <laughs> 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 yeah. That's what that's what I meant. It is a point that people consider valid. So, uh yeah, hooray for Xbox, I guess. Uh, no, that was that was very nice of you to write that, and I'm glad that you did because we never would have come up with it. And I learned something today about Game Pass. That's right. right. Yeah, go. Team. Yeah,
2: no that that is uh that is actually like a really insane value. When it is, when you it, come is, right it is absurd. To it. They, the the outer worlds like that looks like a game that I would want to play, but not one that I'm ever going to spend any decent amount of money on. You know, like, it's just, those types of games are not ones that I, like, that's that's the sort of game where you purchase that, it's like, alright, well, I bought this, I, I gotta fucking put time into it, you know? It becomes a commitment at a certain point. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. whereas I'm I picked up Days Gone and well Santa Claus picked up Days Gone and the Resident Evil 2 remake for 20 bucks piece. I all of a sudden don't feel all that bad if I don't play through them all in the first night. Yeah. You know. Uh-huh.
0: I don't know. Maybe that's just some me shit. <laughs> <laughs> well uh so we've we've kind of like you know bounced all over the place here we already talked about the m l b news but uh, uh before we get to any of the other new stuff that went down uh in the last couple of days what have you been playing anything by any chance
2: um have i been playing anything <laughs> uh, no just m l b stuff that's really like all I've really had time for um still unfortunately is m l b and pad like there's we actually got the uh Fujimi Fantasia Bunko collab that we didn't think was coming here, and I I spent way more stones on this thing than I should have because it's it's weird for me because a lot of the characters that pop up that people are super excited for are from anime that I just... I am not familiar with. uh, The three big ones in this collab are Full Metal Panic, um, Slayers, and... Orphan is or- Orphan is a separate one. I don't know. That was the card I wanted the most was Orphan. I think that's a separate anime. You know what I mean like it's just not it's just not stuff I'm super familiar with. So I I get invested in this because of the uniqueness of the cards and the the ability of the cards versus the nostalgia for it I suppose, but I've just been putting time into that because life is hard and there's so much to do (laughs) that is very true (laughs) there's just just so much plus i also like i did i just i don't want to start anything bigger or longer form um until i get to like days gone and Mm -hmm. the re2 remake like i put you know i I, i'll jump into untitled goose game for a couple minutes and go be a dick for a little bit and then you know like (laughs) check a couple things off the list, and then be like, alright, that was awesome. And yeah, then, but that's
0: not like getting involved, you know? Yeah. That's a, you know that's a very easy thing.
2: Oh, no, actually, I lied. I have been playing, so Penny, um, has is really into a hat in time, like, that's that's her shit, right? hmm Um, and she was the, the reason that I got into it, and I showed her, I was like, you know, Snatcher, the one, uh, one of the boss characters from a hat in time. Looks vaguely like Evil King Stan from Okage. So I was like, Penny, check this Okage game out, because we we pay for PlayStation now. It's on PlayStation now. Is and it? She was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, we downloaded it, and we've been playing that together, and she was like, oh, my God, I wonder if that Snatcher's dad. Like, she's making up all these, like, backstories <laughs> and shit for it.
0: That's you know, great. but, like,
2: my, my 10-year-old is now rocking through Okage, and, like... I'll go down and like have to help her out with certain things. And this is the first like traditional turn based RPG kind of thing that she's played. And there's a lot of th- the tropes of an older RPG that she's like, well, this is stupid. <laughs> Why do I have to do it this way? I'm like, well, it's, it's how it was made, you know, and I gotta, I gotta help her. There's, there's some issues in that game too, like, like you were mentioning in Final Fantasy, uh-huh. where it's like, Man, I I just don't know where to go. I can't even tell, because the graphical fidelity is is a bit wanting (laughs) in certain areas. (laughs) Especially if you're 10 years old, you know? So, again, I'll be upstairs, like, working on something. Dad! Give me a minute. (laughs) We'll be down in a second. So we've been playing Okage, which is really great, because
0: that game was awesome. That game is awesome. I haven't played that in years. What a great idea for a game. Yeah. <laughs> what horrible parents. <laughs> yeah, well,
2: but I mean, it's just, it's such a, a a funny game, you know, like the world is really cool. Evil King Stan is a really great character. Like the whole thing <laughs> just really works. And he does kind of look like Snatcher's dad. So. <laughs>
1: but it's just the
0: whole premise of the game. It was just this horrible parents. Like, yeah. But you're, this his shadow is going to be pink. <laughs> the only way out to, to to get rid of our son's problem is to sell (laughs) your soul to the devil (laughs) whoa 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 Whoa. one of these does not match the other like nobody's shadow will be pink it's terrible (laughs) it's oh god it's the worst thing in the world (laughs) man what a great premise for
2: a game Uh, i i do have to uh give my daughter some props though because we're we're playing you know we're playing the game and one of the first things you have to do is you have to go get bread and give it to your mom and then it like unlocks and moves to the next part of the dungeon and like she's so funny cuz like she read the text on the screen and she was like oh i got this put the controller down walked over to the bread box took out the rolls that we had in the bread box <laughs> gave it to my wife gave it to tiff and was like all right, so what do I need to do next? <laughs> and, like, Tiff is looking at her because she, like, Tiff was on her phone. She wasn't paying attention. She was like, Why the fuck did you just hand me bread? She's like, The game told me I had to give my mom bread. Like, ah, that's super
0: funny and cute. Well,
2: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. It was p- pretty awesome.
0: Oh, boy. I hope John never has to play a game where he needs to kill his dad or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, uh, sorry,
2: dad. The game told me to. Yeah, Damn. I mean, really, when you extrapolate that out, like, I really hope, you know, she doesn't take too much direction from video games, like giving me bread or something to drink is fine, you know, but yeah, it was, it was
0: cute. It was very funny. You're going to start finding like whole turkeys in your walls.
2: <laughs> I can't wait. Can't
0: wait. Months oh. later, you're going to come home. He's just going to bust through a wall and rip out a turkey leg. And you're like, "You shouldn't be eating that." Also, why? Also, why? Also, is there more? I've always <laughs> wanted to try wall
2: turkey.
1: Oh.
0: Classic.
2: So now, I have I, a bit of an update. go ahead. Sorry, I think that was my favorite part. I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit. I think that was my favorite part of the uh, Street Fighter Four trailer that they show, or not Street Fighter Streets of Rage Four. That they showed on the Nintendo Uh, Indies thing, where where the announcer was like, there'll be plenty of plates of roasted meat laying on the ground. And I was like, (laughs) ah, that's awesome. (laughs) So funny.
0: Yeah, that was was fantastic.
2: Uh, Anyway, what have you been playing?
0: Uh, Well, actually, before I get to what I've been playing, I have a bit of an update. I mentioned a few weeks ago uh, that um, I had ordered a repro box for my Bubsy for Game Boy. Oh, sure, sure. From Box My Games. Uh, It was amazing. Box my games, reproduction game boxes. Um, I have a slight gripe in that they don't replace the barcode with like a little thing that says reproduction. Um, But outside of that minor gripe, like as just a thing to have for, it's the best repro box I've ever gotten from anywhere. Really? Um, well, that's the, awesome. The box quality is phenomenal. The like it's the nice, it's nice thick cardboard, like the actual game boxes. It's not printed out of focus. Like the back is a little bit out of focus, but the front looks perfect. Uh, so I'm definitely going to be buying more repro boxes from these guys because you know this is just to, to fill in things on my collection to have the artwork in a box to put on a shelf next to the other cartridges. So like right. You know, is there a handful that I'm missing? Like, I have Ninja Gaiden 1 and 2, but I only have the cart and manual for Ninja Gaiden 3. And the box is stupid expensive, so I'll be doing that. You know, I'm, I'm kind of looking through my collection thinking, okay, I'm gonna start giving these folks some money. Uh, I don't know how they're getting away with it, cause I feel like this is the kind of thing that could get them in trouble. But, um. Sure. Uh, they're, they're the best boxes I've, I've seen since, uh, Uncle Tusk, which, uh, he doesn't do any actual games. He does like right. anything that's like a, you know, a ROM hack or, shit. Yeah. You know, or boxes that didn't exist. Like he right. has a, a regular sized box for earthbound instead of a, the, the oversized box oh, right, that reminds right. me, I keep meaning to check. I, I feel like he, I requested years ago uh, for him to make a regular sized Mario paint box. And then I never went back mm. to check and see if he did. Let's find out in real time. Uncle he Tusk. should, uh,
2: they, well, Box my games should definitely, since I'm going to redo uh, the Jose Canseco executive annex. I need boxes for Mega Man one through six. So, if you would like the world's greatest video game podcast, here, at box my games to <laughs> to because uh, we're we're going to edit out all the nice things you just said, Chris, until they send us free shit. <laughs>
0: it's a perfect, perfect, perfect way to do that, um. <laughs> right? I'm actually, well, I'm actually quite impressed that they also do um, uh, Game Gear, and they have a listing for um, a Game Gear um, Mega Man box. No shit. To so like, yeah, okay, all right. They don't have um, Mario Paint's not listed on Uncle Tusk anymore. I wonder if he just stopped making it because I, I requested a bunch of times and then I feel like he put it up on the site and I never bought it and now it's gone <laughs> I have to <laughs> contact him that and ask if he still dude. has the template he didn't he buy it from me it. and like I bought a ton of other stuff from him and then I just kind of stopped I should really do that because I've always wanted that, bo- that one in like a regular size box to put on a shelf because like you know, he, I got one from him for, uh, like, the Super Scope 6 cartridge. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, <laughs> nice. Super Mario All-Stars and Super Mario World. Uh, he has got a really nice box for that one. Um, the Donkey Kong Country, uh, what is it, the, the, the competition cartridge. Mm-hmm. Got a box for that. Like, a lot of great stuff. Oh, uh, boy. All right. Anyway, what I've been playing, uh, I have spent more time with Ukulele and the Impossible Air. And mm-hmm. it continues to be very impressive. Uh, definitely got my ten bucks worth out of that one, but uh, the 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 two like more interesting things to talk about. I mean, not the ukulele isn't interesting. I just don't have anything really new to say. It just keeps right. doing what it's doing really well. Um, <laughs> Still good. I've spent a chunk of time with Katana Zero, and that game is freaking fascinating. Yeah. Like, I know I talked a little bit about it last week, but I don't think I was very far into it. Like, I did, like, the first mission or something. Right. I am now several missions in, and... and I you sold? I'm just I'm so far beyond sold. I'm so interested in, like, where it's going from here, and how much the decisions I'm making are affecting where the story's going. But, like, I mean, the story is going wacky-ass places, man. It's nuts. Like... I I ran into this vet like not a veterinarian like a veteran who was a homeless okay. a homeless veteran like on my way home and he started like yelling at me that I was wearing his medal and like all of my responses were like either kill him or uh <laughs> which I didn't I did I decided not to kill him because I I keep running into the they give you all these options to like opt out of so many conversations and I never take them because I'm always so interested in what I'm reading right like there was this one boss that the game the the the, the I think your therapist is sending you out on these hit missions. Like, this is weird stuff. It's not a cool um, thing for your therapist to be doing. No, but your therapist is also the one who's given you the drugs that let you do the things that you do. So I don't know if he's even a therapist. Like, Mm. I don't know, man. It's weird. That's not the
2: kind of therapy I'm going to be doing.
0: No. Well, that's a shame. (laughs) And I hope for you, Dan.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't think I am. I'm not all the way through the courses yet, Chris. That might come at the end we saved the good shit for last (laughs) surprise.
0: So, uh, but anyway, this, the, one of the hits that I, that got put out uh, was this DJ. And as I'm going through the level, like you have to like go through and kill everybody around you or whatever. But this one was like, you need to minimize, minimize casualties and not be seen. And so like, as you're going through the stage, you keep finding crowds to dance in. So you just blend in. So, like, you can see where these these guards are, like, can see where you are, like, Metal Gear Solid style, like, they have a cone of vision, okay. but it's, and and you instead of hiding behind something, you just find in the next crowd that's dancing and hide in the crowd as that's you're, cool. like, making your way through the stage. But anyway, they keep telling you, whatever you do, kill this guy, don't talk to him, don't talk to him, just go in there and kill him. So naturally, I went in there and I started talking to him naturally
2: I'm not gonna fucking listen to you game.
0: he had all kinds of weird, interesting stuff to say about how like none of this is none of this is real, and I don't know this game's story is fascinating the hell out of me, and it's really fun to play and really interesting and the music is spectacular uh this game rules katana zero um as soon as it comes to any other platform, if it isn't already, I don't even know what it where it is. I don't even know uh zero katana zero not that just looking for the icon so i could you know catalog it because i'm a lunatic um oh it's just on switch windows and mac um all right oh. all right but yeah if it ever comes to other platforms or when it does because i mean it's an indie game and it should come to other platforms sure you, you got to try this one and like again it's not very expensive and i have i've come to understand that it is pretty short So, um, I mean, I do have a switch. Oh, that's right. You do have a switch. You should try this game. I think it's right up your
2: alley. It, it really sounds like it is, you know, but like I said, uh, last week, you know, I, I'm not really in a place for a game to frustrate the shit out of me right now, you know, and that it seems like a game that has the, the potentiality for
0: frustration. So far it doesn't because the levels are all very short and it's like, there's no penalty for death. You just keep trying until you get it right. right. And it's not, and it's not even as frustrating as say, like a level of runner where it's like, you get to the end of it and you're just like, ah, oh, I've been trying so hard to do this. It's just like, okay, that guy killed me. All right. How do I kill that guy first? Oh, there's a right. bottle. So you just throw the bottle across the room, kill him, and then kill the other. Like it really isn't that hard. And even when I've gotten, I've never gotten stuck. I've just been like, it took me a couple of swings to figure out why I was dying. Um right, so far right. the game has not been super challenging. It's just been it's been just the right level of challenging. Yeah,
2: I mean it it definitely seems like some shit I'd be into.
0: Big fat big fat swing and recommendation from me. All right. I also have to say that I have spent a decent chunk of time playing I haven't gotten to make much with the Mario Maker update stuff, the Link update, yeah. but I've played a bunch of levels and wow <laughs> it's awesome i i mean i've played a handful of levels that people have posted online that have just been like really clever puzzle kind of stuff to solve uh that involve you know all the weird trappings of mario maker but doing things like you got to use your arrows and you've got to drop bombs but what i'm really impressed with is all the incidental weird things that mario maker does so many of them have been remapped to zelda weirdness like okay so you can create a room if you put like a boss character like a a boom boom or something in a room sure um you can make it so that it changes the music like there's a little option you can do to be like okay well when this guy shows up if as soon as you get to that screen the music changes and like a visual flare happens and they changed it for the Zelda style to have Boom Boom like a brief uh, sprite of Aquamantis from Zelda One shows up, and then it plays like boss music from Zelda Two over it. That's cool. Like there's so many little touches that are ripped from not just Zelda but Zelda Two, but then also like I was listening to the the classic uh, fairy music, you know, from Link to the Past. And yeah. every Zelda game since then, you know, that, that harp music. And it took me a second to realize that it was a brand new version of that, because that was never in 8-bit. But it was just... Oh, yes yeah, I suppose it, was, it wasn't. played a whole new 8-bit version of that, too. And I'm like, wait, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> that's new, and that's awesome. Uh, so I've been really ridiculously impressed with it. But what it is making me want more than anything is a freaking new Zelda 2 game. Yeah. Because well, because what if you think about what it actually is, it's a side scrolling Zelda game. All it does is turn Mario Maker into side scrolling Zelda. You're using the eight bit sprite of Link from the first game because he's not as tall, so he's just the little guy, but it doesn't you know, it doesn't they redrew him in ways that makes him work better just going left to right. So you're basically playing a new side scrolling Zelda stuff. And thinking about taking these mechanics because like, you know, Zelda 2 was great, but it didn't have bombs and it didn't have arrows. So, right. Now the way these work in in uh in Mario Maker are extremely well. And thinking about them making a new Zelda game in the style of Zelda 2, but adding things like the stuff that they've added to Mario Maker, like the the dash boots and you know, arrows and bombs, like It's just starting to make me mad. Like, holy crap, guys, (laughs) just do it. Just please. It's been too long since you've touched Zelda 2's style of games. You keep re-releasing it, but you won't make anything new in that flavor. And you've got to, because hot damn, this is ripe. Like, this is just proof of concept that Zelda 2 has so much untapped potential. And I'd love to see them do it.
2: Well, and and maybe, I mean, because you know, like anything that you're doing online, right? Big Brother is watching and, and all of that. So you know the the analytics are tracking what the playthrough percentage is and what people are, you know, playing and what they're interested in and what the interaction, you know, levels are and all of that shit. So if there's enough
0: interest, maybe we will. I Nothing would make me happier. I mean, just it, seriously, playing these levels has just made me realize how much I want that, so... All right, let's get to the little the little, little bits of news before we uh, move on to our primary topic, the ten twenty thirty at nine forty five okay. at night. Um, yeah.
2: Do we want to, since we are going to do a preview show, do we want to hold off on the news?
0: Yeah, I guess we could. Yeah, you know, really, like,
2: let's. I, I mean, the Axiom Verge too.
0: Yeah, that's really the only thing We're that good. I have to say.
2: <laughs> it's like. There was I'm, some other cool shit that was announced, but yeah, it Axiom was Verge 2.
0: Nothing at state of play really excited me either. Um, I'm sure Resident Evil 3 is gonna be great, but again, not my not my bag of tea. But yeah, yeah. I'm looking
2: I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't whole- excited about resistance as a standalone thing, but mm-hmm. as part of a remade Resident Evil three. Like, okay, now yeah. I'm in.
0: Spiffy. But yeah, the whole Nintendo thing—I was watching. Like, I kept checking out. Be like, okay, that looks kind of neat, or you know, whatever. The Skatebird, <laughs> that's cute.
2: Skatebird looks pretty, uh, pretty excellent.
0: And I said to a friend of mine earlier, if there isn't a literal Tony Hawk in that game, <laughs> there really better be. They're there, there. I'm, I'm gonna have a problem. There but yeah, really in the end, better be. Tom Hap comes out, and I'm like, what? Yeah. What are you up to? what are you doing and then it turned out to be axiom verge 2 and it looks so different and so good it looks so different i was shocked at
2: how different it looked
0: yeah but as soon as i as, as soon as the initial thought came out of like okay well it's axiom verge 2 i'm waiting for something familiar to show up but it looks completely different i mean like obviously it's still in that universe because yeah. you see all the the glitchy things and the powers and stuff like that but it doesn't look like I would expect Axiom Verge 2 to look. Like it doesn't look like Metroid to Metroid 2. It looks totally different. And I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I'm here for it. Freaking amazing. So that was yeah, awesome. That was
2: that was big. That saved all of it.
0: Yeah, and like I I understand that there are some folks that were pretty stoked, like right from the get-go. I know a lot of people loved golf story. Like, loved golf story, but I mean I never played it and so but sports story looks neat. And I could not stop. I don't know if laughing is what I was doing. I was just in com- complete and utter shock and amazement at the um, my boyfriend's a sword game.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know what that's all about.
0: <laughs> what the hell?
2: <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know that I'm against it.
0: <laughs> I don't know that I'm. Necessarily against it either. I don't know that I want any part of it, but didn't like they mention that it was from like that? Had a full boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. Well, they, it's definitely that brand of crazy. Uh, And, What was the other one? There was, like, a, a Picross game that's, like, also a murder mystery. That looked fucking cool. <laughs> I was re-watching the trailer earlier today, and one of the puzzles they solved was, like, ligature marks. I'm like, oh, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's some questionable science there, I feel. Oh,
0: I'm so happy. Uh Anyway. All right. Yeah, anyway, let's uh let's take ourselves a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about the 102030, and we'll try to do our best to be brief, but we'll probably fail miserably. We will do a
2: terrible <laughs> job of being brief.
0: <laughs> You're listening to the Stone Age Gamer podcast from GeekA.com. Stick around. Are you enjoying the podcast you're listening to right now? Of course you are. But did you know that it's just one part of an entire network of geek-related goodness? Geekade.com is your one-stop shop for fresh original content, no matter what your geek is. Each week, you'll find articles and podcasts about comic books, horror movies, X-Men, music, video games, music in video games, Transformers, anime, TV shows, tabletop gaming, wrestling, beer, and more. And hey, if you want to help us create even more original content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's available at patreon.com slash geekade.
1: What's your geek? Hey guys, Vest Lord Dean DeFalco here to tell you that we have a Twitch. Uh, Yeah, Geekade has a Twitch, and we are streaming at least once a week. Uh, Every Thursday, we are on from 6 to 11. That's five solid hours of me failing at whatever game is uh, going on that week. You want to see me cry? Twitch.tv slash Geekade. You want to see me achieve a massive victory? Twitch.tv slash Geekade. You want to see me eat food, mukbang right there? Twitch.tv slash geekade guys check it out it's a lot of fun we got emoticons uh we got sub badges we got all sorts of stuff going on over there and if you just want to pop in say hi give us a follow you know we really do appreciate it trying to uh spread the love trying to spread Vestlore global to a house near you maybe even your house so guys pop in say hello and we'll catch you next time on twitch.tv slash geekade see you then guys stay vestly, keep playing games GeekAid
0: is looking for some partners. If you have something you'd like to advertise on any of our podcasts, our powerful overlords are ready to talk to you. Send your proposal to mail at geekaid.com with the words podcast ads in the subject line, and our diligent army of trained ants will put you in touch with the head of our advertising department. With a weekly audience that reaches well into the dozens, Geekade is the perfect place to get your ads into the ears of the right people. Once again, that's mail at geekaid.com send your ad in today. Okay, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> it was about to get weird. Weird always it's always weird. So, let's it's the 10, 20 30 and this was a this was an interesting 10, 20 30 because I feel like um, as years went on, December has become a quieter month for releases. Yeah. Um, but, and you'll kind of see that a little bit here. Um, you know, 10 years was one thing, 20 was another, but 30 years ago, we we're like, whoa, hot damn. It a lot of stuff.
2: Yeah, well, so. I mean, also keep in mind, you know, we joked about it at the beginning of this year, but, like, we all thought, not we all, a lot of people thought we were going to be dead. Like, right here at the end of 1999, <laughs> It's a valid the, point. The Y2K shit, like, as goofy as it sounds, and it is fucking goofy, like, people were scared. <laughs> like, <laughs> planes are just gonna, are gonna fall out of the fucking sky for no reason. Like, <laughs> you know, the computer systems are gonna fail so bad that, like, you're just we're just all gonna die. So maybe that's why they didn't release a lot of video games. <laughs> they
0: didn't see the point. Well, let's get to work, huh?
2: All right. What do we got?
0: Mm, let's see. Um, hmm. Alvin of the Chipmunks the Wool. So good. James Cameron's Avatar, The Game. So um. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks. Oh, well, that was a December game, huh? Was it? So- I never I never played that one.
2: I love I'm- Zelda. I love trains i feel like that one was for me but i just never got to it
0: i really don't i i have not managed to find the joy in um phantom hourglass and i've tried several times but it's just never landed for me uh spirit tracks though i just on a lark messed around with it for like an hour or so when john was younger and like super into trains I was like, right. hey, there's a Zelda game with trains in it. Want to see me play this? And he was just like, because he was two. Right. Uh, and so <laughs> I played rude. a little bit of it. I was like, well, this is better than Phantom Hourglass, but it's also a direct follow-up, and I should play Phantom Hourglass before I play this. And then I put it down and never touched it again. All right. I, yeah, really I never got them to into remaster Phantom those. Hourglass. Both of those DS games need to be remastered, because they... Big chunk of what keeps me away from them now is how freaking ugly they are. Right. They are because they're basically like PlayStation one games. Yeah. And I hate polygonal PlayStation one games for the most part. Uh, And I don't particularly care for polygonal DS games either because they do not look good.
2: Well, it's because you're a man of taste and culture.
0: That's true. I've been I've been called that by many. We all say it behind
2: your back whenever you're not
0: around which is strange but I but appreciate it.
2: It is a weird thing for us to talk about behind your back, but we it do. Is. We all do.
0: So let's see. We also got Shat, uh Shattered Hill Silent Memories. Okay. Which is not a game, it's Silent Hill Shattered Memories. Yes, it is. Uh and this was an interesting game. Uh from what I've come to understand it was more interesting than good, but I remember hear I remember hearing like the premise behind it was where it was like they really wanted to make it not like very specifically, not an action game, like, you right. couldn't kill the bad guys in it or something like that.
2: It was much more of a survival exploration, yeah, kind of thing.
0: And it was a freaking Wii game, which was like, yeah, a strange place to put a brand new exclusive Silent Hill. It did eventually get ported to other things, but uh. I mean, I guess it was Konami's way of not taking a huge risk on it because, um, yeah. you know, Wii games were so much less expensive to make and people were still trying to crack that audience. Like, there's a billion Wii systems out there. Why can't we sell any games for it? Because <laughs> Why do we have $7 in sales? Because <laughs> nobody sense. wants to play anything but Wii Sports. That's right. So, you yeah, know, I, mean, I, I give them props, a- but...
2: Silent Hill has always been one of those things that I have liked more in theory than in actual practice. Mm. Like, the first couple of games were great. I mean, they weren't great. They they were great for the time, you know? And they were great. Were they? I don't even know that they were.
0: I mean, I know I, I know. I have friends of mine who still swear by the first Silent Hill and Silent Hill 2 as being genuinely awesome games. Even mm-hmm. if they don't stand up today, they were great at the time.
2: Okay, that that's fair. So, you know, but it's not a series that I have a ton of nostalgia for. Like I never felt um very connected to the characters or the world. You know, like I I could have watched a remake trailer like they showed for Resident Evil 3 and the equivalent of Jill could have popped up on the screen and I would not have recognized that person.
0: Well, because they were never a Jill Sandwich. Well. <laughs> <laughs>
2: god I love you're welcome (laughs) love it so much so bad uh but you know what i mean like i i don't i don't know that the world building has ever been as good in um in silent hill and i don't know that it hasn't it just never grabbed me the way that Mm -hmm. something like resident evil did agreed yeah i i fucking know that frank west is the character from dead rising i couldn't tell you a thing about silent hill and i've played them
0: Yeah, the only thing I can tell you about Silent Hill is that there's a character called Pyramid Head who has a pyramid for a head. Right. More of an isosceles triangle. (laughs) Isosceles triangle head is harder to say. (laughs) Oh, my God, I want that. I want isosceles triangle. (laughs) That's pretty good.
2: Sounds fucking terrifying, I gotta be
0: honest. He just fucking makes you do geometry. <laughs> <laughs> what are the angles? Where's your protractor? <laughs> where's your
2: protractor now? <laughs> what? It's supposed to be where? where's your god now? No. Protractor.
0: Uh, I thought somebody trying. Go ahead. I had to explain a joke in Muppet Family Christmas to my son. He, he saw me cracking up hysterically where uh, when the the news guy comes on he's just like barometers are falling sharply and then a bunch of barometers fall on the sky <laughs> and i just bust up laughing every time i see it he's like well, what was so funny about that i was like oh you don't know what a barometer is do you <laughs>
2: yeah yeah you don't you don't get this shit at all what are they teaching you at that school not important things like what a barometer is
0: yeah seriously Here's what barometric pressure is, son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His eyes glaze over. <laughs> All right, go back to watching the Muppets. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway so uh,
2: Silent Hill, not yeah. the Muppets. Very actually very similar.
0: Castlevania Dracula X Chronicles hit PlayStation Network.
2: Okay, which one was that? Because I think I have it.
0: Let's Didn't it see. eventually
2: come out on disc as well?
0: This well, I'm looking at Dracula X Chronicles, which I thought was the. PSP thing, but this has it listed as PSN.
2: Cause I have, yeah, th-
0: that was the remake. Yeah, the Dracula's Con- Chronicles was the remake of Rondo and Blood that included Symphony of the Night as an unlockable.
2: Yeah, okay, because I I played that quite a bit in my bathroom when I lived in Orlando. Good times, because that that's where my PSP was.
0: Hmm, PSP get it uh probably the most important release of december of 10 years ago on this day as a matter of fact really is this is this true let me make sure this is absolutely true this seems very On, on december
2: 11th of 2019 released the
0: original angry birds
2: i mean I'm not going to lie to you, Chris, and I'm not going to lie to our audience because that is not what they expect from us. I fucking love the original Angry Birds.
0: No, no, no. This is is when it hit iOS. Angry Birds was originally released in 2009. Yeah. For something. Oh, that's what what we're talking about. That's
2: what we're talking about, Chris. What
0: year is it? (laughs) Where am I? December 2009. Holy crow. And um, I'm glad that this seems to have mostly gone away. There was a point in time where the people at Rovio were like, "No, no, we have the next Mickey Mouse. This is this is going to last forever like Mario." And yeah, I was like, no. "No, it's not. It's Angry Birds." And I remember working at Toys R Us and some folks being like, "Ew, no, you're wrong. This is this is classic. This is forever." Angry Birds is is just as big a part of video games now and it will always be. And now it is not because nobody cares.
2: That that is very true. It does make
0: me sort of sad
2: though. I Meh. I hate what that franchise turned into.
0: Yes, exactly.
2: But exactly. But man, that that first Angry Birds game is—it f- was fucking great.
0: It's still it, great. If you if you boot up the original Angry Birds, you'll have just as much fun today as you did back then. And the reason I knew it was never going to catch on as this giant multimedia uh, conglomerate that they wanted it to be was because you saw that movie. No, I didn't see that movie. I didn't oh want to go anywhere so near sad. that movie. I didn't go anywhere near all the DVDs of cartoons and everything, the T-shirts and everything that they just because they they beautiful Joe it. They Capcom it, man. They, they looked did. at Anger Bird and said, we have a hit. Let's make it all of the hit. And Let's like,
2: make it the biggest hit ever.
0: Right. Because people are playing this because they like the characters. Like, no, they're not. Nope. Nobody gives a crap about Triangle Red No, nope. they, they play playing it because it's a simple, fun iOS game. Triangle and bird
2: was yellow by the way. Whatever. <laughs> I saw Celie's triangle bird was fucking yellow,
0: Chris. <laughs> <Show. They're>
2: triangles,
0: <laughs> man. We're talking about Zelda and the Triforce, and now we got Angry Birds, and I saw this triangle
2: head. And excellent crossover. The Silent Hill version of Angry Birds. I'd be super into that. <laughs> the Transformers version was so weird.
0: That I forgot that was a thing. Jeez, we had a Wars was one cool. that was based on Rio, that movie that nobody cares about anymore. Like that was yeah. weird. So I don't know, man. Angry Birds like if they had just left it where it was, if they had looked at what they had and said this is and correctly identified what people liked about it instead of turning it into this giant thing, it probably would still be relevant. Like they yeah, would well, probably I, still be and not that it's irrelevant. Angry Birds a new is movie still around. Out. Yeah, am yeah, there there sure is. I don't get it. Well, the Does first that- one it probably didn't cost them a whole lot to make, and the first one did probably did well enough to warrant reusing all those character models in a sequel.
2: It's so fucking bad. That was My
0: probably God. and that was probably already in the cards before the first one was even made.
2: I mean, that's that's most likely true, but God, it's so bad. Yeah. Kids wanted to watch it. I was like, all right, fucking fine. So bad.
0: Uh, There were two other things on here that I found to be genuinely worth mentioning. Um, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, the Crystal Bearers. Okay. was that a
2: Wii thing or a DS thing?
0: That was a Wii thing. Um, It was was a game I always wanted to play. It looked very impressive. It was an action-adventure Final Fantasy game. It wasn't like a weird mini-game thing like Mm. a lot of the Crystal Chronicles stuff was. This was apparently a really big game um but it just never really caught on i guess probably because of the you know the name crystal chronicles (laughs) the crystal bearers like
2: yeah it's not great
0: yeah it's not great but i remember seeing the opening sequence of this where you're like you know skydiving or something or jumping out of a giant weird airship yeah i thought the game looked really neat i find it strange that it is Fallen so far into obscurity that Square hasn't looked at this and said, Well, let's just HDFI this and put it on PlayStation because it seems like the kind of thing that would have sold elsewhere. Um, I don't, I, did the Crystal Chronicle
2: stuff ever really do very well for them? I mean, because saying that they made more of it doesn't really mean anything for Squeenix. You know? Yeah, that's true.
0: I feel like the GameCube one did well enough. I mean, they are re- remaking that one on PS4 and Switch.
2: Yeah, I suppose that's true. I don't know. I've I've been out of like the all the because it just got so complicated with Final Fantasy. Like, you had the numbered Final Fantasies, and that was great. And then you had like, what was it, the Mystic Quest on fucking <laughs> the Super Nintendo, whatever. <laughs> But then, long about Final Fantasy X, they just went bananas.
0: Yeah, they did go a little crazy with uh, making sequels and So sequels many and...
2: weird sequels and offshoots and side stuff. And it just got... It was like there's so much fucking Final Fantasy stuff out here, I can't care about any of it. There's just too much. You know, unless it's tactics. That's a whole other thing.
0: But Well, yeah. It's, i don't it's know it's so i'm looking at a you know playthrough of this and or uh, a quick playthrough of like the intro and the intro is like th- this is reminding me of a platinum game hmm. because like you're just some weird looking anime dude in an airship and then you jump out and you're the whole intro level is this free fall shooting segment where you're just you're aiming you've got this giant weird final fantasy style gun and you're just falling through the sky throwing spells and shooting dragons like this is kind of awesome like yeah is the rest of the game anywhere near this cool because if it is then yeah doubtful i mean who knows this now he's steering the airship like through a cat like um uh i can't remember what these things are called it's like a canyon there we go boom (laughs) words english is awesome this is kind of cool man i don't know i'm I'm interested i want to find out more about this game all right i remember being interested that. back in the day and then i never did anything about it um but anyway the other one uh that's worth mentioning is castlevania the adventure rebirth for WiiWare. right a delightful game that needs to be released on something someday for the love of gravy make it happen
2: has that ever been emulated
0: uh yeah yeah Anywhere? it's, it it's happens, dumped on right? the internet like- you can you can illegally get it no problem
2: Right, I wasn't sure how readily available those were.
0: Yeah, no the the rebirth stuff. It pretty much most, I guess most of We I don't know. I haven't in, dove into the hole that was uh, that's been We Wear ripped off of uh, the internet's back then before it closed. But I know right. the big stuff is all you know available to get in some way, shape, or form. But man, the We stuff that's disappeared it makes me really sad. Particularly adventure rebirth. That game really yeah. needs to really the adventure, uh, gradius and Contra Rebirth just need to be put somewhere.
2: Well, wait till the uh the Contra or not the Contra, the Castlevania Anniversary Collection Part Two. Which
0: I'm hoping exists. I'm sure it does. Well, this is Konami we're talking about. It's a good point. They're probably just gonna go to part seven. Yeah.
2: <laughs> a bunch of weird fucking Castlevania games you've never played. <laughs>
0: It's like, hey, do you want uh, Castlevania Chronicles and Castlevania 64 and (laughs) Castlevania Legacy of Darkness? And the
2: arcade game. That's what you get. Haunted Castle
0: was already on uh, the arcade, the Konami arcade one, and they're going to put it on that one, too. (laughs) And charge you
2: more. It's going to be a full $60 game. (laughs) Full 60 bucks.
0: So anyway, let's go to, let's, let us leave 2009 and travel back to our, the year of our Lord, 1999 and it's boy, year, Chris. yeah, it was a good year. Uh This is one of those situations. I'm looking at this list being like, ah, 1999 always reminds me of the Dreamcast. And then I'm like, boy, that came out in September and there was a single game released for Dreamcast in December,
2: man. System came out in September holiday push. Nope. Yeah, Even by I mean, Choo Choo Rocket,
0: you fucker! It had an all right November, if I remember correctly. Like, mm-hmm. I know we just did that last month, but man, like, yeah, we did that like a week ago. <laughs> literally one release in all of December. Like, oh, that hurts. yikes, yikes, that a hurts. hoodie. And that release was Elemental Gimmick Gear. So egg,
2: egg. <laughs> yeah, not a game I've ever played. <sighs> Tell me about it, Chris.
0: So, it is a top down RPG that takes place inside of a, if I remember correctly, a pseudo steampunkish mech. Okay. Um, you're an anime dude with green hair. And um, I remember getting this game in the store and us being all like, oh, look, there's an RPG on the Dreamcast. Let's see what it looks like. And it had like a really high quality anime cutscene in the beginning of it. Yeah. And we were all coming off of seeing that kind of stuff on the PlayStation where it's all like you Know, kind of crunchy and digital looking. Yeah. And so when you know, we're watching this in really nice, high quality on Dreamcast, like wow, this is the future right here. Uh, this is and great. played maybe like 20, 30 minutes of this game. And I didn't hate it, but it, it's very much, it was just like, uh, it wasn't turn based, it was you know, kind of Zelda adventure style. Sure. Just top down, really pretty art walking around in a, uh, your elemental gimmick gear. It's such a bad name. <laughs> how dare you,
2: <laughs> Egg? I,
0: how dare you? <laughs> it's so bad. Just stop. Yeah, it's a bad name. Um, I, I. It's no surprise this game didn't catch on, but it was like, it was very interesting at the time. Yeah, I'd love to boot that thing. I'm sure I still have it. I, I don't think I ever sold. Did I ever actually buy it? Now I can't remember if I have bought it or just played it. Um. I mean, because,
2: like, again, this is game right up yeah, my no, alley, you know, steampunk fucking mechs. Yeah,
1: like, but it's anything like anything
2: like that gets me to, like, mech combat in an RPG that makes me think of front mission. Like, I'm usually I'm usually pretty supportive of that. And like, yeah,
0: it's not like that kind of mech. No. It's not a it, when when you think about something like that, you think of, you know, angular and somewhat futuristic designs. This is an egg. This is bad anime style. Um, Yeah, like look up imagery of this. This does not scream that kind of technological. This screams... This doesn't scream cool? It screams, and I I mean this in... uh, Because I love Robo from Chrono Trigger, but it's that kind of robot. You know what I mean? Like It's not an angular, cool-looking mech. It's like, oh, it's like... It's an anime robot in this direction. So okay
1: uh yeah,
0: yeah.
2: egg Ugh. such
0: a bad title yeah and like great. they didn't
2: even try to hide it like right there on the cover
0: yeah no they egg. were like they were really proud of that like hey elemental gimmick gear it's a mech and it looks like an egg with arms and legs that's what
2: we're going for
0: it's freaking rad man
2: yeah that does look fucking stupid yeah. Yeah, now I'm looking at images right now and I am remembering why I did not play this game.
0: <laughs> uh the Game Boy Color did okay this month with one release, and that release was the Game & Watch Gallery 3. Not a bad, not a bad release. Not bad at all. It's perfect for Game Boy just taking simple games, coloring them up and putting some great music to it. Gallery 2 and 3 had really like obscenely good soundtracks. They're just really good games they are they're just they're the simple fun and i want them ported to switch damn it (laughs) give me a new game and watch gallery (laughs) god god damn it damn it uh n64 a single release again um a pretty big one though this is harvest moon 64 Mm. Uh, a lot of people like these games i've never gotten into them myself but a lot of people like harvest moon the 64-iest of the harvest moons indeed of all of the 63 prior ones,
2: because <laughs> <laughs> that's what that means, right? <laughs> exactly. It's so it, that was the craziest thing to me about the Nintendo 64 was that they just so happened to get the 64th entry in all of those franchises.
0: It was amazing, yeah. It really was really I mean, what, odds.
2: what a stroke of luck. I mean, Such you don't remember
0: uh, Road Rash 45, like, oh, you just my God, don't remember that, one that one. was
2: good. Not yeah. as good as fifty one. <laughs> fifty one, when they did that thing with the dude, you remember?
0: Yeah, great. the the the, uh, the the chain that was made. Like they replaced all the chains with sausages, and <laughs> like, just, I mean, it was a weird choice. But you know, fifty fifty one is like the year of the meat. So it was the,
2: it was the chains with sausages, and they took out the motorcycles, but put in babies.
0: <laughs> yep, great. yeah Ah, road rash. Put- <laughs> Weird times, man. Weird times. A bunch
2: of dudes riding babies, swinging sausage links at each other. Fucking well, you know, road rash. Was the- <laughs> it, was a, it was a bold direction. After fifty all- entries, they wanted to change up the formula a little bit.
0: You know, you had to get the diaper cream and you know, for for the road rash that the babies would get. And-
2: <laughs> that's that's really, It's just a road trip simulator with a family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway uh the playstation did pretty well um hey man. road rash <laughs> came out on the playstation which uh, one was that was jailbreak oh I don't, I don't remember which one that was, was that was that was that 29 was that was, <laughs> i think that was 29 okay.
2: i just man I, that the first road rash game was great it was so cool and then they just kept doing it, and it was like, no, I'm done with this now. Don't keep doing this.
0: No, I say keep doing it. <laughs> motorcycles, Get. beating up people on motorcycles. Yeah, it's great. I guess. Keep them coming. Keep it simple. Uh, Tumba 2 came out. I feel like this is a franchise that I'm supposed to care about. hmm But I don't. So You should. Uh, <laughs> Metroidvania-style platformers, they're good. Really? Is that what these are? Yeah. Huh. I mean like I I put you know. tumba right next to Klonoa as these games that oh, showed up man, on PlayStation I that I should play and I just don't.
2: I really like the Klonoa games. I don't know why. I just really do. A
0: lot of folks do. Just not enough.
2: They're really good. So the uh, here. the PS two what the fuck was the one that came out? I don't remember. it's really good.
0: I mean, I'm sub- I was shocked that the Wii version didn't do better. Because that was like, well, here it is. Here's your Wii remake of the first Klonoa. And this is if there's a platform that this is gonna work on, this is it. Yeah. And it still didn't catch on. I feel like if I feel like it's that that game, that franchise just needs the right hit. And if they if they could just give it one more try on Switch, I think they could make some ground. I feel like that's the platform for them.
2: Yeah, I, I I don't disagree.
0: Uh but to, in the interest of keeping things moving cuz it's getting late. Uh mm-hmm. Gran Turismo 2 came out. Mm. Um which people do like their Gran Turismos.
2: Man, it's not for me, but I understand why people like it.
0: Yeah, no, nothing but respect for uh for Gran Turismo. Um, I mean, you want you
2: want to get into the minutia of some shit. Yeah. That that's where to go.
0: You wanna, you know, make sure uh, you can control the the stitching on the individual seats inside of your car for Playstation one. <laughs> it's, I mean they,
2: they do just a, an
0: absurd amount
2: of work for that game.
0: They do. And, you know, bless their hearts. It's, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it is very good at what it does. Uh and then there's Street Fighter EX two plus was this? No. EX2+. plus? EX Plus Alpha was the first one. EX2 Plus was the second one. Mm-hmm. I hate these games. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan. I do not care for them in the least. Uh, and I've always wondered why the characters from them were never repurposed in other things, but apparently those characters are kind of owned by what's that company? Arika, I think is who owns yeah, them. Yeah, something like that. And then they made a new fighter that had Dr. Dark and Skullomania and whatever in it. And, yeah. yeah Skullomania just was Fighter. the
2: only one who I ever thought was, like, cool-looking. You know?
0: Yeah. Coolish. Yeah. You know? Cool-esque. I hate Cool-J's. the Street Fury x games. I'm glad they don't make them anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't miss
0: them. I do okay. not miss them at all. That's enough. That's enough out of you, 1999. And that's it. That's it for 1999. Like that's it for the the year of 1999. Yeah, way to go Done. out with a way to go out with a bang. Street Fighter EX2 Plus <laughs> jerks. All right. Jerks. So meanwhile, 1989 went out way better. Um, so let's see. We had some Sega Genesis stuff going on. The Genesis got Forgotten Worlds, Super Hang On, and Revenge of Shinobi.
2: That's pretty great.
0: Yeah. Oh, and Golden Axe. Sorry, I forgot. Golden Axe also came out on Genesis and Master System. In December yeah, that, of 1989.
2: That's pretty damn good. That I love Golden, good.
0: Golden Axe. is a classic. It's it's a good time. I'm a big fan of Hang On. Um, I, the Genesis yeah. port, I don't have much uh, much experience with, but I do love the arcade original Hang On, and I've played Super Hang On a couple times. pretty rad, too. But uh, Revenge of Shinobi is another good one, one that I should spend more time with. Uh, Forgotten Worlds has never really clicked with me, but I know it's got its fans out there. I don't know that I've ever played a Forgotten Worlds. I don't know that I haven't. I think it's just the one. I don't think it's a franchise. I think it was just, you know, here's these two floating dudes and they shoot stuff. (laughs) They shoot shit. Uh, Okay, Capcom. (laughs) Okay, Boomer. You do you. Uh, But really, the most important thing released on a Sega console at this time was on the Sega Master System, and that would be Elf. Fuck yeah. Uh, do you know anything about ALF for Master System? No.
2: I barely know anything about the show. I used to love ALF. Did you?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's big shocker. surprising. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that, that seems like some you shit. I gotta be honest. Yeah.
0: No, I loved ALF. I loved that show. Um, so here I am looking at a playthrough of ALF on the Master System, and it looks terrible. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, is that a
2: surprise?
0: I mean, I don't know what I was expecting. So, all right, Alf eats cats. Is he going to eat this cat? I hope so. There's a couple of cats on the screen. Nope, he's just, now we're in a basement that has like a big dungeon in it. What the hell? Are you trying to get back to Melmac? Was that the planet? I believe that was the planet. Okay. Okay. Wow, this is all over the place, man. Now I'm in. A, now there's a swimming level, and I'm walking down the streets, and they're back in the caves, beating up bats. Now I'm in a kitchen, and now I'm on in space, and sure. the moon is talking to me, and I'm done. Uh, so yeah, Alf came out for the master system. <laughs> Exclusive. Exclusive hot new <sighs> release. Yeah, hot new release. Uh so much like uh the uh much like the days with PlayStation version N64 versus N 64 The NES had a much better year. But before we get to the NES, uh the one solitary Game Boy release was Castlevania the Adventure, which has a great soundtrack.
2: It does. That's it.
0: The and rolling eyeballs, exploding rolling eyeballs.
2: <laughs> well, have you ever thrown an eyeball at somebody, Chris? They explode.
0: you know, I haven't. It is a <laughs> it is part of my uh pantheon that is just sorely missing.
2: It's on the to do list. It is. Watch throw the Mandalorian eyeball at people. throw eyeballs at people, preferably yeah. someone else's, not my own.
0: Indeed. I need I'm those. I'm caught up on Mandalorian. It's are very you very good. Yeah. It's I haven't very watched good.
2: any of it yet. I'm gonna wait till it's done.
0: I like it. Anyway, uh, so meanwhile, on NES, uh, Willow came out. Mm.
2: I like that game more than I should.
0: I've never played it, but it seems like it would be cool. It is cool. such a good movie. It is a good movie. There's a sequel coming out to that, too. So I hear. It makes me nervous.
2: Well, I mean, it's got Warwick Davis in it. Yeah. I don't think he's doing it because
0: he needs the money. You know, it's true. Mean? Yeah. But like they, that, it's possible they just offered him a bunch of it. But yeah, no, I mean, I mean but it, for Willow, <laughs>
2: like, I don't feel like that's like, I don't feel like that's the, the thing you throw a bunch of money at Warwick Davis for. I don't know what you throw a bunch of money at him for. Probably something incredibly insulting. I would have to imagine.
0: I mean, he's been in a bunch of Star Wars movies. I mean, well, he's he been in, in a bunch uh, of Star Wars movies. He's yeah. in the
2: fucking Harry Potter series. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, dude's yeah. not hurting for money.
0: That's a valid point. Yeah.
2: You know, so if they're going to do something, like maybe ugh, he's got to be like King Willow at this point. I don't know.
0: I'm very interested. I just hope it doesn't suck. Yeah. Because I think the original is great. Mm-hmm.
2: And it was a good game. That might uh that might make it to the summer series this year, Chris. I
0: feel Yeah, that sounds like that sounds like you know what, you you vote Willow, I'll vote Alf. We'll see where we
2: Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, you know we're gonna fucking land on Alf, man. <laughs> I know that's what's gonna happen. Alf, oh, Alf God. feels more like a
0: pain in the ass a thon kind of thing and that's true. Uh, speaking of pains in the ass, X Men for NES came out. The less said about that game, the better. So let's move on. Um, Shadowgate came out for NES. Okay, it's a like game people Gate love. Games. Yeah, uh, RoboCop was on NES. Like that game a lot. Yeah, RoboCop Nowhere was pretty cool. near as
2: good as the arcade game.
0: No, but still a pretty you know, it was but still fun. Data, Data East, I think you know, rocked the NES one. It was, it was, yeah. yeah, still fun. Uh, but now we get to some like real, some real top tier stuff here um i know it doesn't sound top tier but short order and explode was um probably the best power pad game that they released and Um, no one played it yeah nobody played it because the power pad was kind of dead at this point and they were like no let's see if we can breathe some new life in this uh and i kind of wish they did because this is the thing that i pull out every time that i pull out a power pad and make people play it and they're like okay this is great Um, (laughs)
2: okay this is amazing
0: like a uh, short order is simon you know um yeah. except you're making burgers with your feet
2: <laughs> which is how you do it which is how you do, do it, it well
0: uh no and it's and it's hilarious it's super fun because it's it's simon which is just a great concept to begin with but it's got this you know cute like you're a fast food order cook and like these different animals come in asking you to make these ridiculous burgers and you just have to you know, follow their instructions and make the burgers. And that's cute. But the real fun is explode. So explode has, um, uh, it's like foxes in the hen, hen house kind of a situation, mm. right? So these foxes are trying to blow up the hens. Bunch of asshole foxes. I don't know why. They have an infinite supply of bombs. And the hens are all laid out just like the buttons on the power pad. And the foxes just keep coming faster and planting bombs underneath the chickens. And you've got to step on the bombs like with the corresponding spots, and it gets hectic as all heck. Uh, it's super fun to watch people play. It's just really fun to like trade off levels with people in that game. Uh, it gets it gets a little cheap the later you get into it because um if a uh, an egg shows up instead of a bomb and you step on the egg, you lose a life. Um, and something that happens later in the game is they'll plant a bomb and then it'll just randomly turn into an egg. Uh, and if that happens while you're like mid-step, then you're just like, well, there. How was I supposed to do? How was I supposed to see that coming? You just can't. Right. Not but that.
2: Not f- the greatest game design.
0: No. But that flaw aside, Explode is an amazing party game. If you have access to a power pad, get this game. It's phenomenal. Uh, Dig Dug Two was released on the NES. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a very cool and interesting sequel to Dig Dug. I've never played the arcade version, but um, the no, I've never played I the arcade
2: one, with. but it's yeah. a very cool game.
0: It is. I like this one a lot. Um, I re- I've always loved the concept of it uh, where you're just like on this island. And instead of digging you know, underneath like you did in the first game, you're like carving off chunks of the island to make yeah. um, them fall into the water. What was super cool, though, is when they did Dig Dug Digging Strike for DS, uh, which was a combination of Dig Dug 1 and 2. I thought that was a super clever thing because, yeah. like, what they did was they had the top screen was Dig Dug 2, where you were like above ground, but then you could always dig into the ground and that would take you to the bottom screen, which played like Dig Dug 1, which is genius. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Battle of Olympus came out on NES. Uh, oh, this is a game that I have always wanted to spend more time with. I like that game. Um, I wanted it from the commercials back in the day. Like, they. The commercial for this was so freaking awesome because there was like a commercial for Guardian Legend, yeah, and that aired for a while. And then, like, a month later, that commercial came back, and then it interrupted its own commercial. with like, try Battle of Olympus. It's the coolest shit ever, and you're going to love it. And <laughs> it's then at fucking end- <laughs> don't be <as> shit. <laughs> and then at Brick. the end of the commercial, it was just like, Guardian Legend, Battle of Olympus, which is the ultimate NES game. You decide. And I'm like, oh, God, I want them all because I loved Guardian Legend. I ran into that game over and over again because it's so freaking weird and so freaking cool. And then Battle of Olympus was just like, well, this looks like Zelda 2, but Greek. So yeah. sign me the hell up, but I never got it until I was way older, and then I never got around to like actually putting any time into it. I'd plug into the NES and be like, "Well, this is freaking nice. I should play more of this," and then I never did. Um, yeah, I mean it, it. It's Zelda too. It looks it, and I want to play more of it. That's that's some summer series stuff right there.
2: That is this is a summer series. All right, so we've got yeah. Battle of Olympus and Elf. So far, <laughs> that's what we're definitely doing.
0: Uh, But my favorite release uh, here, mm, God, I freaking love this game. Iron Sword Wizards and Warriors 2 for NES is, uh, God, that was just rare firing on all cylinders back in the day, you know? Yeah, it really was. It's an amazing follow-up to the ridiculously good Wizards and Warriors. Like, Wizards and Warriors is a great game, still holds up pretty well, but it's pretty simplistic. You know, it is an early NES game, and that you know, and that, that shows in a lot of its design. Yeah. Iron Sword, I had never seen a game look anything like this back then. No, and it was so new. You think of, like, the the cloud elemental and the the, the eagle that you find in the first stage, the way that thing animates, and the, uh, the dragon and the giant frog. And there is so much gorgeous artwork in this game and, like, these humongous... They weren't even sprites. They just... Ma- they they attached sprites to these giant, gorgeously drawn background elements to make them into these huge creatures, and...
2: Yeah, it was incredibly clever the way that they did it.
0: They did. It really, really was clever. It still felt like Wisdom Warriors, but a real expansion on what that game was. There's, like... You know, the shop elements added to it, and you're still finding treasure chests and keys and stuff, but and going through doors, and you still got the hilarious dangly leg when you die. But you know, it's just the, the follow up to the, the the first game of like, well, you beat the dark wizard Malkill, but now he's come back and he's gonna be on Ice Fire Mountain, and he's like a giant floating head and he wants to control all the elements, and so you have to go find these sp- elemental spells that kill the individual elements and like those boss fights are so wild because they're not even like go to this room and fight this boss it's like well the boss is just kind of there doing its thing and you go into this room which is where the boss battle happens but if you're getting your ass kicked you can just leave and like regroup i'm out it's like okay this isn't working but like man the cloud elemental was just this awesome like creepy drawn face the the fire elemental was like a lava pit that you had to drop like the spell kind of like dropped out like a football kind of and you had to like drop that into his mouth as he was like rotating on the bottom the yeah the water elemental was uh like a giant fish tank basically like this whole game was so good and the soundtrack was like "Mm, this was freaking. One of my favorite David Wise soundtracks. Like, I know folks love the ever-loving crap out of um, uh, David Wise's uh, Donkey Kong Country soundtrack. It's kind of what he's known for. But, Mm -hmm. like, if you really want some really, really good classic Wise from before Donkey Kong Country, the Iron Sword soundtrack is is top freaking notch, man. It's so good. So good. And it had Fabio on the cover. And Fabio! (laughs) Big buttery slabs of Fabio. Guys look like bobby. Oh. Well, there you go. That's the last 10 20 30 of uh, 2019.
1: It's, it's been a such year. a good Dean. idea I had.
0: Dean. I said Man. Dean. It's been a year, Dan. It's been a <laughs> year, not Dean.
2: Dean. Wait, who said that? Yeah, no. I I love looking back at these games cuz it, it's so interesting to see it, you know, that that kind of month by month year you know decade by decade progression cuz you're right like you know w- w- what were were clouded by by time and and the nostalgia for childhood of like you know there were just big games all the time and like meh, not not every month yeah not <laughs> all know? the time yeah not not all the time there there's a couple times where it's like so
0: yeah I hope you're still enjoying Sonic Adventure because your option is Egg. Because
2: <laughs> that's about it. Because you didn't buy Egg, neither did anybody else. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's really cool. I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing what next year has to offer.
0: Yeah, me too. I haven't put together the uh, the list yet, nor have I. Nor have I had the time to think about it because I'm still uh, obsessively making my way through Star Wars. Yes. Which we will talk about. Next week, that's our show. Join us next week when Dan and I will be talking about our favorite Star Wars games. What with Rise of Skywalker hitting theaters and me being pretty gosh darn obsessed. It's going well. I finished, uh, I finished Jedi today. So I have to write my review for it tomorrow. The review for Empire goes up and then Jedi goes up on, uh, Friday. And then I take the weekend off and then I have, Forces of Destiny, which is like web cartoons, but they're technically canon. So I watched (laughs) them, and that's going to be a short review because they're like, you know, one to two minutes long and they're weird and ugly. So ugly. But there was one that, um, in the second season they got mark hamill to do luke which was weird yeah? cuz he doesn't really sound like luke anymore you know he no. sounds so old and grizzly but you know he he did luke and so what they these things do is they some of them expand on existing scenes and they explained yoda in the backpack it was like <laughs> so luke's on dagobah he's talking to yoda and he's like all right i'm you, you got to go climb these trees and luke was like well you're teaching me what am I supposed to do up there like how are you going to teach me and Yoda's like you're going to carry me on your back bitch (laughs) and Luke's just like that's a terrible idea I'm going to drop you and he's just like this is good training and he's like crawling in the backpack let him like come on let's do it (laughs) no this will be fucking great (laughs) (laughs) like all right you 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 win that that was a good one
2: (laughs) it's it's the best part of Yoda as a character he just fucks with Luke He's... Like, he doesn't train him. Luke figures all that shit out on his own. Yoda is a fucking old drunk bitch. And he's just like, nah, this is going to be awesome. Go lift that plane out of the swamp, dick.
0: And <laughs> even years later in The Last Jedi, he's just like, I'm burning the ancient Jedi texts. Oh, I can't do it. And Yoda's just like, check this shit out. <laughs> yeah that's right I can control lightning Now, do something (laughs) (laughs) oh did you read those books no you didn't they were boring as shit
2: (laughs) fucking love Yoda so much I told you to read them because I thought it'd be fucking funny
0: (laughs) and you did you dumbass god damn it Luke Uh, I think that's one of my favorite favorite bits about that that scene where he's just like oh you read those did you and Luke just kind of looks down like well, no. I mean, I
2: skimmed them. <laughs> Cliff Notes, they had them online at Amazon.
0: I got the audio And you know, it's just like, of course you didn't read them. They were boring.
2: <laughs> just ah, death. good
0: times. Oh. Yeah, so I got Force of Destiny. I got to write about Mandalorian so far. Uh, and I have to write about Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and, oh, Resistance. I have to write about Resistance. <sighs> <laughs> you did this to yourself don't expect any sympathy i mean i got no word counts right i no, i'm fine. doing it myself and here's my review for star wars resistance it's a star wars kids show it's somewhat interesting
2: <laughs> there, there you go There's spoilers kids
0: spoilers i'm gonna write that six times it'll be great um Anyway, yeah, so I'm, like, totally in this Star Wars hole right now, and I'm very, very excited uh, for Rise of Skywalker. I'm on the internet lockdown to, to avoid any and all spoilers. I am got my tickets. We're actually going in the middle of the day, nice. which I'm very excited about. Karen and I are taking off uh, work in the middle of the day to go see this movie, and I'm just like, oh, this is a, I'm so so glad she went for this, because then I don't have to stay up late to do it. I can see it and then, like, just get back to my day and go to bed on a regular and at, an, at a regular hour, like an so, adult, yeah,
2: it can just be a thing I did today, yes. not a fucking event that I had to plan for. Yeah, yeah. very happy about it. It's exciting, man.
0: So, yeah, we're going to talk about Star Wars games because you know, Star Wars, yay, yay, Star uh, Wars, yay, Star Wars. Anyway, once again, you can get in touch with us at com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. Uh, times. <laughs> so you professional can, it's nothing but you can like us on facebook find us on instagram at geekade subscribe to our youtube and twitch channels for all our latest video content and follow us on twitter at the underscore geekade we're also on twitter individually but you know like i said i'm kind of not right now but yeah i'm checking notifications so i'm at geekade chris that's geekade k-r-i-s if you want to reach out and send me some silly message but i swear to god if anyone tries to spoil star wars for me there's pretty much nothing I can do about it. Dan <laughs> I will block you though. Yes. You'll be blocked. I will. You You'll bastards. be blocked. Dan, what about you? Where where are you on the internets?
2: On Twitter and Instagram at GeekHeadDan. Dan.
0: If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. We'd also like to thank our intrepid editor, Evan, for making this show listenable for all you folks. And we'd like to thank Mark TDK Knight for our show's theme. You can check him out on SoundCloud and Bandcamp or his website, which we have a link to in the show notes. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for even more fresh original content...
2: that was so fucking scary i i popped my ears and (laughs) as soon as as soon as i popped my ears yeah your signal cut out for a minute and i was like oh fuck am i deaf (laughs) (laughs) I had such a mini fucking panic attack (laughs) like you were like you could check us out on soundcloud and
0: no, oh, no. What have I done?
2: <laughs> I just popped them. I closed my eyes and everything, so my eyeballs wouldn't pop out.
0: <laughs>
2: I've done this a million times. A million and one was too much.
0: Well, uh, thankfully Dan oh, is shit. not deaf, but we are done podcasting. So uh, have a good night. We'll see you <laughs> next time. On behalf of Dan's deaf ass and myself, <laughs> keep playing games.
1: So fucking so scared.
2: <laughs> I was like fucking Jesse Spano. I went from so excited to so scared. <laughs> <laughs>